Hello, I am Trey Ratcliffe, and welcome to my rather unusual podcast I call Walk and Talk with Trey. The show is mostly about creativity and consciousness, but the conversation often delves into other far-flung erudite subjects, and there's plenty of silly stuff to balance all that out. All of these were originally recorded on a 360-degree video camera that shoots in 5.7K. I hold it in front of me while I walk and talk with interesting people. You're now listening to the audio version that is more convenient in many situations, but keep in mind, you can always jump over to YouTube and watch the 361 too. It's fun because you can move the camera all around. If you get tired of watching me blab away, just move the camera around and look at all the beautiful scenery around us. Note that the show is ad-free. If you like it, then I have something fun you can do. I have this members-only section of the blog called the Stuck in Customs Passport. You can get there by going to stuckincustoms.com passport. For just the cost of a few cups of coffee per month, you can support the show and get access to over 100 different videos. These are inspirational videos, how-to videos, and filled with all sorts of mind vitamins. My goal with all these things is to spread consciousness and fun and love around the world. Maybe that sounds silly to you, but I hope it doesn't. Anyway, please come subscribe. I appreciate you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 67 of a show I like to call Walking in Montana with famous mm. paleontologists. Um, I'm here with one of my heroes who's really changed my life. Dr. Jack Horner, how are you today? I'm just perfect. Good. Well, we're gonna film two episodes. In the next one, we're headed over there to find some Devonian rock and we'll have some rock talk. But in this one, you blew my mind, I think two days ago. You have a new gig in LA where you're teaching about the origins of things, everything from the origins of the universe to the origins of consciousness. Yep. And that grabbed me. And I said, what is the origin of consciousness, Dr. Jack Horner? And then you said, well, I can convince you that a slime mold is conscious. Right. And I said, go for it, and you did. So convince all of us that a yeah. slime mold is conscious. First of all, you have to understand that a slime mold is technically is just a single-celled organism. So it's kind of like an amoeba. Right. And as an individual... They do like all single-celled organisms, and they crawl around looking for something to eat. Like us. And exactly, <laughs> just like us. The whole world is about consumption. So, um, the cool thing is, is that, is that, is that when a slime mold individual runs out of food, it sends out some chemical signals, mm -hmm. and others of its species pick those up and if they're hungry they send out signals mm -hmm. and pretty soon all of the different individuals realizing they're really hungry right. Right, come together to form a slug like thing they mm -hmm. uh, they come they pile on top of one another mm -hmm. and and they literally become a multicellular organism mm. and that multicellular organism then can move as a larger structure right um, people put oftentimes will put slime mold 
individuals in a petri dish. Right. And after they eat everything in a petri dish, they crawl, they come together and they crawl out of the petri right. dish and go look for somewhere else to eat. And you and, can't compare it to bees or ants because those are multicellular, right? Right. Even though they act like a superorganism. So these right. are a single cell that act like a superorganism. They come together to, uh -huh. you know, to form a almost a metazoan-like creature. Yeah. Right. And and now, how are they conscious, though? Well, so so people have been doing these experiments with them, uh -huh. and um, once they're together, they they have they have these cool things that they do. They'll put them in a maze, for example, and and basically what they do is they put food at 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 one end of the maze. They put the organism at at one end and then they put food at the other end. Right. And basically that what it does is it it does what we would do too. It goes through every piece of the maze. Right. Finds the food and then retracts all of its parts except for the shortest distance to the food. Wow. And if you lop off that piece, uh -huh. that part of it that has knows that the has, fastest route. Right. Mm -hmm. It it will actually just go right straight. It back remembers. There. It remembers. That's weird, man. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. And they put them in in a structure sometimes where where you know they start branching out looking for food mm -hmm. and and they separate them with a wall that that then has an end to it so that when they're branching out they're going around the wall and then mm -hmm. when they finally can get past the wall the two arms come together and when they touch one another one of them retracts because it knows it's, it's the same self -aware. unit exactly. self-aware it's self-aware. It's aware of itself. Right. It's not just running into another slime mold. Like, hey, right. it's and knows it's right. me. Yeah, it knows it's it. It knows okay. itself. Yeah. Right. That and is weird. And there's something else with threat detection. And then they, they also another experiment. They shine light on it, and they, when they're, when they're moved, they don't like light, and so when they're, when they're, branching out to find food, if they shine light on it, it retracts. And then the next time it goes forward, they shine light again and it retracts. Yeah. Right. The next time it goes out, they don't shine light and it retracts. Wow. So it anticipates. And so, so this is a wild experiment, and I agree, it, it definitely feels like consciousness. But what, is, what does that tell you about consciousness? Well, I, you know, I think the most important thing when it comes to anything is defining it, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my definition um, certainly um, might be very different than yours, but mine, you know, I sim simply self-awareness, right? Yeah. I mean, that's we always say that self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. And the slime mold is self-aware, so you know, it's you don't want it. You, you know, right. we, we we think of ourselves as being so special. Right. And. And here's a slime yeah. mold, you know, that's that's doing something that we think is special, and yeah. then and then we think, well, we probably need to add a few more things, right? Yeah. Because who wants a slime mold to be right. as, as cool as, as us? That. Yeah. Right? And if a slime mold is conscious, then a plant is conscious, and a rat is conscious, and a dolphin, and a cow, and, and everything has consciousness. Well, but you know, and then, yeah. uh, but then, you know, 
you have to kind of demonstrate it. Mm. So the 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 uh, the slime mold demonstrates it literally to us, right? Mm. So we we can see that it's actually aware of itself. Right. It's hard to tell that uh, that the different branches of a tree are aware mm. that they're the same tree, right? Right. Because we don't really see any. Probably is. Yeah. But we don't see any real example of that. Yeah. The slime mold is giving it's us harder a to test. really good example. It's easier to test slime mold consciousness than right. tree consciousness. Exactly. Yes. Interesting. All right. <laughs> hey, let's go find some Devonian rocks. Okay, let's go. All right. See you guys in the next episode. Love you. Bye. If you want to know more about Jack and what he's up to, just look down in the description. You can see all of his various pursuits. <laughs>